Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. myself it's been a while in general for the boys um, but i am back i am your host ali and joining me this evening we are a man down we have carl and simon how are we gentlemen uh, not too bad thank you i, I suspect i'm probably going to be in a slightly chippier mood than the new boys um yeah yeah i'm great I'd go so far as to say I think I'd rather be in Dave's situation with a newborn baby again um, <laughs> than be in either me or Carl's, Carl's situation. Um, yeah, so people listening, yeah, Dave will be away for probably a couple of weeks. He's um, just had a, a, a little baby. Um, so the joys of nappies and midnight feeds are upon him again. Um, as I just have to listen to me and Carl's childish rants about our football clubs. So... Um, Let's get the positiveness out of the way um, rather early. Um, yeah, sure let's yeah, let's let's come straight to you Friday night. Get the positive away. Start of the show. Start as we mean to go on before Aston Villa two, Leeds United one. Yeah, um, very happy. Obviously, with with the win, it was you know after the uh, the disappointment of the Stevenage embarrassment last weekend in the FA Cup, it was it was important to sort of bounce back with a win and. Perfect start to the game, two, about two, three minutes into it. Uh, Leon Bailey with a really nice goal, to be fair. Like the, uh, obviously, Leeds corner. Ashley Young picks the ball up in the box, and it was a, you know, it's so easy to just smash that away, but picked his head up and found camera, and you know, we just caught Leeds on the counter attack. And you kind of thought, okay, you got one up nice and early, starting off well, we, you know, we can go and batter them. But to be fair to Leeds, first half, I, I thought they, they were quite impressive. Um, you know, they, they, they probably had the better of that first half. I think they, they'll be disappointed that they only really created one, one or two proper chances. And the first one, I think, drew is brilliant save from, from Martinez. Um, you know, Harrison, he's got to be burying it, to be honest. But he was a world-class save from a top keeper. And then we cleared one off the line with uh, the new boy, Moreno, uh, you know, sort of covering after Rodrigo to Gran Martinez. And then I think Leeds, I think they needed to, to capitalise on, on that first half uh, performance from them and try and get something back. The second half, I, I thought, I didn't think we were great in the second half. But I thought we just looked a lot more um, sort of structured and organised, and didn't really let these sort of build up ahead of steam again. And once we went two 0 up, I was I was fairly confident that that was pretty much game over. And even when Leeds pulled their the one goal back, 
you kind of you you might think, all right, there's going to be a bit of an onslaught here for the next ten fifteen minutes, but we saw the game out really well, and you know, barring that that disaster against Stevenage last week, since Emery's come in, there's been a couple of games now where we've just we've been really really good and professional at seeing the game out. Um, I mean, on the balance of play, you could maybe say that the Leeds possibly deserves a point from it. But sort of still looking at the game, we still had more possession than them. We still had more shots on, on target than them. Um, so, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe obviously, my, my bit of advice suggests that, that I think we deserve the three points. You know, Leeds were good in the first half, but the second half, for all their energy, and you know, they, they really do work hard and they don't stop getting about the pitch. But they've got, they've got very little cutting edge up front and defensively they're absolute shambles I mean how they've got that, that Pascal Stroit playing left back for them Bailey <laughs> for, for both goals really you know made him look very very amateurish um, so yeah just really impressive in his first six games now that um, six league games we've had under Emery and I think that's 13 points from a possible 18 so you know so sort of it's all onwards and upwards for us at the moment um, they're just yeah, really impressive, and I think as I said, uh, I think what I mentioned in the WhatsApp group that Ashley Young, uh, we yeah we were talking about, we were saying he's probably been our best player this season, and he's he's been absolutely outstanding. I mean, after the game, we're in the pub chatting, and it's like we were saying that there's, there's probably like a, a young whole younger generation of football fans who probably wouldn't believe that he's the first ten years of his career. He was a really exciting. You know, he was one of you know one of the the better wingers in the Premier League. But so to sort of to be able to convert from that to to, to full back and, and be playing very well at full back and still at thirty seven, thirty eight years old, you know, doing really, really well. So yeah, very impressive him. And as I say, for Villa at the moment, it's just it's all. All seems positive signs at the moment. To be be interesting to see the rest of the January transfer window if he gets a few more people in. Because obviously the the left back uh, Moreno came in uh, was on the bench but came on after like five minutes. Then you went off injured and I thought he started a bit a bit iffy. There was a few sort of rash like going to ground a bit early and uh, sort of let let the winger get past him. But I thought as the game went on in the second half. I thought, I thought he looked really, really impressive. He, he got forward really, really well. And like Emery, obviously, he likes to play out from the back. And so one of the things I noticed that on the occasions that, that we got it right and we beat the Leeds press, once we sort of got through it, Moreno was always in acres of space on the left-hand side of the pitch waiting for the ball. So you kind of, you, you can almost already see why Emery wanted him in because he knows that he's the type of player that, that is able, to, that is tactically aware enough to play in you know, that style of football. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what else happens over the next few weeks. Is there any talk of players? Or are you heavily linked with anybody in particular? Yeah, we've been linked with a couple. Um, is it, uh, Dan Juma at Villarreal, who obviously Emery, I think, brought over there and has worked with. He's, uh, he's a winger. And, I mean, Emery's come out like rarely for managers to be so open in the press conference. He, he's, he came out the other day like, Quite clearly saying we, we need we need a, a winger like a, a right a right winger so I think uh, they'll definitely let's try and get them in and we've been linked to Western McKenna at Juventus as well but I mean we've been linked to him for a while and a couple of different managers now so I don't know if there's anything in that but yeah we'll just have to wait and see. 
So, like, everything is obviously going swimmingly in the league. I think you're averaging something like 2.1 points a game, 2.2 points a game, uh, which is tremendous, obviously, for a team like Valley. If you average that over a season, and you're getting close to those 72-point marks, 76-point mark, you know, round about that, you know, you'd be you'd be delighted. My my question for you, uh, obviously Emery's come in, probably not going to meet make the European slots this season. Um, probably got a bit a bit too much work to do. Uh, how disappointed are you going out of both cups so early? Yeah, really disappointed. I mean, the going out of the League Cup. Uh, I think it was Man U. We lost at Old Trafford, and for, for the majority of that game, we were actually we were on top and, and playing really well. But problem is, our sub keeper Robin Olsen, as, as Carl well knows, is, is fucking useless. <laughs> and yeah. he, um, he in that League Cup game against United, he, he cost us uh, a couple of goals, which put us out. And then the the FA Cup one, that that was a disappointment. I mean, it, we made I think seven or eight changes to the team, but I was I wasn't too uh, I wasn't annoyed with the starting team that he put out because it was still it wasn't like he put a load of academy players out. They were still players in around the first team squad and internationals. Um, so that that was a real disappointment. That and I, I think Emery sort of spoke afterwards about how it's got a time. It's got to take a bit of time, and they, he wants to change the mentality of the squad. And I think that is the issue with some of our players. You know, we, we've got some you know some decent players in there, but some of them I just don't think have that. That right mentality or attitude at times, and I think that Stevenage game it really showed. I think they just thought, right, we're we're one nil up with a couple of minutes ago, we're absolutely fine. And so that, yeah, that is a real disappointment. But you know, yeah. looking at the table, a top ten finish, I don't think is is an unreasonable thing to to be aiming for. And you know, we're four points off Brentford, five off Brighton. We're only at the halfway point in the season, so there's there's still time to maybe finish around eight. But you you rely on teams really sort of going on the bad run of form. But definitely, if we can get a top ten, it's I think that that it turns into a a decent season from what what had started as a disastrous one. Yeah, absolutely. I just I just I'd have loved to have seen them just go for one of the cups. You know, go all in. Um, I think if you finish, I mean, let's be fair. It doesn't matter if it's any time between tenth and sixteenth. Exactly. You know, yeah. If, if you had got a cup, even a final appearance, obviously it doesn't necessarily enough to win it. But um, I don't know. Just I, I'd have liked to have seen them go for that. The, the loyalty, not loyalty as such, but the, the niceness towards like Olsen. There's no reason since uh, Martinez has been back, he shouldn't have been straight back into the the play. Um, or rather than play Olsen, play play a youth keeper. Yeah, it's literally any, anyone but Olsen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I should play Ashley Young at the yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would have no doubt Ashley Young would have put in a 7 out of 10 and go. Um, <laughs> Carl, did you watch this on Friday? I did, yeah. Um, yeah, it was... Yeah, it was... I, I do agree with Sire. Leeds are crap, but the weird... They're a weird team. They're, they're like a shit <laughs> I'd probably go with. Um, I'm sorry, Shy, but I still think you're bang average. Like I said yesterday in the WhatsApp group, I think there's still loads of work. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and criticise because I'm far from, you know, who I support. But I was, it was sending me asleep. The game, honestly, it was terrible. I thought it was a terrible game of football. Um, that Patrick Bamford has just got the most punchable face. I've ever seen in my life. I 100% agree with you on that. Oh, I absolutely can't bear him. 
But, oh, I'll just get in that Melia. I made an absolute mess of it. Yeah. That was hilarious. I'm fed into my narrative. So, uh, sorry, Ross. Um, Should have been sent off, really. I, 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 I didn't think you were allowed to kick people in the head. But I know. Apparently. It was just... Well, I, I, I actually texted me mate and went, oh, Melia up to his old tricks again. And he literally said the same. I went, how's he kissed him in the head? <laughs> it was bizarre, wasn't it? Um, it was a little laugh. But... I, I thought he made the mess of our second goal as well. I, I, I thought just Palmer gets straight into Brendan. Yeah, that was, was yeah. poor. Yeah, I think so as well. But like I said in the group chat, I think I know Dinya was only on for ten minutes, and I've got a vendetta against Luca mm-hmm. Dinya. But I generally thought you were better without him. I, I thought um, the new lads had a good game. To be honest, Ashley Young, I agree with, had a good game. But I will say his sort of duel with that nonso is it Gnonso? Was very, I, I, I think Ashley Young obviously being fifty eight retired. It was <laughs> was tired towards the end, and he was just getting ran in the end. But he, he done his job and he done it very well. I do like that lad who plays for Leeds. So he's a good little player. Him absolutely wasted a bench with their crap. Um, but I think that I've I've always been an advocate for United Emery. I said this years ago we should have. Uh, I know hindsight's a wonderful thing. We should have went for him when we when he was down down and out in Bayern. Thomas, mm. I was I was gutted when you got him. To be honest, I think he's a, he's a really really good manager. And he, the, the the shit that he gets about his Arsenal tenure is a bit of a joke. To be honest, hundred um, percent. His stats are actually really not really good, but for what Arsenal were. Yeah, they were they were in the bin, weren't they? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but at, at fair play to Villa, they've gone out and got him and. You do look like a more of a unit now. I mean, it wasn't hard after that clown. But, <laughs> um, I think Leeds. I think Leeds could be in trouble. Well, they are in trouble. I think. Um, I'm just hoping they just get gradually get worse because that's another another team that we could possibly catch. I don't know, but uh, on the whole, I'd probably say Villa did deserve the win. But um, there's still there's still work to do. And if you want to pass us Danny Ings, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Ings is actually a strange one. It's a, it's a good shout for you, Nico. Like the what was it? What game, game did he play? That absolutely incredible pass. That, that the last uh, game? Yeah, Wolves. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, brilliant ball. Uh, Bailey uh, made a mess of it, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, no shot there with Bailey, but he just he's either like a, a superstar for Villa, or he he looks like he's never played football. I agree with that. <laughs> There's no in-between for him at Villa, whereas before he was always like this hard-working player, he, was, he could score a goal, but I don't know. He's, I just... he's just, he's not quite got the mobility, like we, we um, like the people that sit around, we, we always say, like, if, if only you could combine Watkins and Ings together. <laughs> yeah, a few people have said that. Watkins is a strange one, right? I just... They're both very really strange, aren't they, to be honest? Yeah. Villa couldn't be without his work rate and his hold-up play, but he actually holds them back because he misses so many chances. Yeah. Like, like if, 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 unless he's playing Liverpool, Wally Watkins is coming to the game to, to score a goal. Um, but he's obviously got his bee in his bonnet for us because he, he seems to he seems to be all right against us. But, um, I, I don't know. I don't have much to add here. I mean, you know my thoughts on Villa's time and I said at the start of the year, Villa, Villa this season would have been top four had they not had a fucking 
absolute reprobate as a manager for, for <laughs> half the season. Um, and the, like the style of play he had his playing, so then Emery not only does he have to come in and like rejuvenate the club, but he has to then actually coach players and make them footballers again. Yeah. Um, I, I firmly believe that at the start of the season and even like a summer window, I stand by Villa right now would be pushing for top four. They might not be in top four, but you're looking at Fulham in sixth, Brighton in seventh, then for the eighth. Villa have a far superior team to all those. Um, and even Tottenham sitting in fifth, they, they don't have Hugo Lloris. So they would have been above them as well. In my no, no, more on him like. Oh, God. <laughs> But yeah, I, I I think yeah I think every reason I can see why you're, you're there's a little pep in your step. I would say yeah. my only frustration I would have would have been the the cup exits. Yeah. Um, but again, if he finishes, let's say eighth, you know he gets a really good run and gets you seven. Do you care about the cup coming into the season? Probably not. So who am I to to say? But yeah, I think things looking up. Uh, I mean, quick, I'll, my two pencil leads. I think we are just. Almost hanging in till they go down. I just, I you know, that I feel they're doing the right thing. You know, they're always going to be floating round about that to seventeenth zone, and then one season that will just not work, and they'll they'll go mm. down with a bang. Is that fair to say? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah Saturday, um, right, Manchester Derby. I, I don't know what we can say about this game. Without just starting straight in this offside goal, um, I just even under the letter of the law, I just I I I know Dave's trying to explain it. I don't understand how this is not interfering with play. Yeah, I I agree with you. It's, yeah, it's same here. It's obviously yeah. it's outrageous, like, really shocking, awful decision. Like, it doesn't make any sense. What really got, what, what really got to me? What, sorry, Ali, what really got to me was Bruno Fernandez's reaction. He is so unbearably, he's an absolute dickhead. Oh, I yeah. absolutely it's, it's, can't bear he, that man. He, he is the most hated player since Ashley Galetta and Dave. <laughs> he just looks like somebody you'd never get tired of punching. Oh, <laughs> until, <laughs> me ha- un- until me hand fell off. Oh, <laughs> honestly, God. Oh, yeah, you'd love him in your team. Oh, he's one of them, isn't he? He's yeah, like, yeah. he's like, I'm not gonna, you're not gonna say Robbie Savage was as good as him because he wasn't, but he's just him. He's a good Robbie Savage. There you go. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> I, I was wondering how we were going to compare Bruno Fernandes to Robbie Savage here, but yeah, no, I, um, yeah, um, right. Anyway, let's. I had to just say that right at the start, but uh, yeah, Man United came away with a two-one win here. Um, your boy Simon. Yeah. Second goal for City. Um, doesn't doesn't mean much, obviously, with Bruno Fernandes and then the, the, the Marcus Rashford um, coming away. Um, I mean, do we start? Let's start with City on this. What the hell is going on? He was shite. They have been all season. Um, it, I think they're running out of luck now. Personally, that um, I think all the players, I wouldn't say out of form, but yeah, you say out of form, they're all coming out of form exactly the same time. De Bruyne looks like he's aged about 10 years since the World Cup. Yeah, but he's the only person that's actually played well for them. Yeah, and it's it, it, he's he's doing that face that he was doing at the World Cup with Belgium. He's looking around going, what the fuck are you lot doing? 
Can I ask a controversial question? Go on. Is Haaland to City what Ronaldo was to United? Nah. Nah, nah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't go along with that. City didn't look like this last season. Um, I, th- I think maybe <laughs> maybe teams are doubling him up, and he, yeah, I don't know. It, he's by far not the problem. And I think it's the thing with, with City. Like this, season, there doesn't seem to be like any sort of middle ground in their performances. They're either batter, they're either going to batter a team four, five, six nil, and and you look at them and go, oh fuck, no, aren't they great? But the amount of points they've dropped and. When they're, they're dropping the points, it's not like, you know, sometimes you can you can play really well, you can absolutely batter a team, but it just for whatever reason, it's just not your day and, you know, you, you may draw or lose the game that you really don't deserve to. But every game they've dropped points in the season, you kind of look and go, yeah, I, I can see why they've dropped points. Like they, they never looked like they mm-hmm. were they were going to get the win or, or get the draw. And that's what I find really, really odd. And, and the fact that it's happened so many times this season already, it's... um. Yeah, it's, it's it's hard to put your finger on it because like you, you, you know you, the little uh, your cheeky question there about the Haaland Ronaldo. You looked at Ronaldo like in what the problems he caused United. It wasn't just his lack of mobility on the pitch. Yeah. It was it was his whole aura around the dressing room that and that's that's not something that that you say with Haaland. So it's it's I, it, it's I don't really know what it is. I can't really put my finger on what what seems to be the problem there when, when they put these performances in. So, right, okay, in my defence, I didn't mean as in... Uh, the, yeah, I know. The, the problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I, I just feel... City hasn't scoring much now. I feel they're trying to go everything to go through Haaland. Um, I yeah. don't know if that's a pet thing or that's just, you know, the way the players have seen it. Like, everything's... City have not had a number nine. Um, like, literally, Aguero wasn't like the... The number nine as such. And mm. now they have literally a number nine who doesn't really move out the woods. But, you know, like he's got his area inside the centre of the park. I just yeah. feel that, especially the way City and Pep play, um, that isn't ideal for them. Um, I mean, it's probably not ideal for a player like Foden. I think Marez is very overrated anyway, but like a player like Marez. Um, I feel Marez is actually playing more because of this because he's actually stays wide and it gives Haaland more space and it's maybe it's not that Grealish has had a great start to, to his career but again it doesn't help somebody like Grealish because Grealish is all about you know the, the overlapping runs again Haaland like again for anybody listening Haaland is a wonderful wonderful player mm. but again he's not saying he's a system player as such but it's not that, he wouldn't have fit in at that Barcelona team that Pep built no. Yeah. No, well, he would have been perfect in that Real Madrid team that Mourinho and all that has. Um, it's, and he, he he needs to be for him to get the best out of him. He needs. I feel he needs. Do you know where he would have been perfect in the Chelsea Mourinho team? Hmm. Yeah. Like uh, like John. Loads of runners. Yeah, with loads of runners past him and wingers down the side. And City aren't And I feel you're changing too many players to become that. And that's why. Uh, Boyne's looking around like Cancelo. It's just he's got no support. Like Cancelo went from everybody telling him he's the best fullback in the world. Uh, doesn't even look average this season. 
I think he's um, he's limited. He's limited defending. Like. Mm. Like Nathan Ake has played both games this season. Oh, he's, 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 he's not even remotely good. I've, I've said this for ages. I don't think he's any good. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I'm laughing at this. I'm the mind the state of my club here. Um, <laughs> James? <that's my> <laughs> yeah. Um, strange one. Uh, on the United, I mean, all said, well... If we did Simon and Cal, you probably agreed when you came in. Man United were never as bad as we were taking the mic out of them for. Again, they've now got a proper football manager in charge, and it's funny, they look like a football team. Um, yeah. One one criticism of Ten Hag is this incessant to play anti Martial when he is not even a football player, let alone a striker. <laughs> I, I was I was quite surprised when I saw he was starting that game uh, yesterday morning. Yeah, it was, it was a bit of an odd one, but um, yeah. So I mean, like like you say, you, you look at United under Ten Hag, and obviously that's that like the really shocking start to the season as well. And because I think his, I thought the way he, he dealt with the whole Ronaldo thing, I, th- I thought was was brilliant, and yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. glad that the club actually ended up. Finally, backing a proper manager and allowing him to to do what he wanted to do with that, and he's got Rashford playing again like like he was when he you know the first couple of years he came through, and they they don't don't look like don't look gr- like great to watch or anything like that. But I think they've only lost once in the last ten league games now, and you know that that was that's not something that's happened for quite a while at United. You know they don't, they don't tend to go on runs like that, or certainly haven't over the last few years. And I, I think. They're still a, a long, long way off uh, any sort of title challenge, personally. But I, I think you, you sort of looking at it now, you think they'll. I'd, I'd expect them to comfortably finish in the top four come the end of the season. Yeah, I think what the, their first objective needs to be, and it might be the story of the last couple of games as well. I think it's time for the hair to go. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. He he's not played well for for years. Like I, I mean, like at least three or four years. I don't think he's played like consistently well at all. Um, yeah. I I really don't. I don't understand. I don't understand how he's still Man United number one, and the idea that he they they can't get rid of him or or whatever because he's on too much money. If there's one Man United, like one of a handful of clubs who have shown over the last few years, they've got no problem. Wasting the money or spurging the money, so like, they they they've got the money to just fuck him up, and I'm really surprised that they haven't. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, don't get me wrong, he had his he had his day. He's he's had a lot of days, but yeah, they've got to be looking at like Dean Henderson. I know I'm not a massive Dean Henderson fan, but he's better than the head at times. To be fair, to yeah. Give, give him a run of games in a in a, in a proper United team, and you feel he would, he, he could flourish, you know. And if not, if Henderson's not your guy, you've got money. Find your guy. Yeah. yeah, just find him. Yeah. Um, yeah, top four for them. I mean, we'll come on to City once we spoke about Arsenal because we kind of have to throw it all in in, in one one conversation. Um, I really don't want to talk about the next game. <laughs> um, I mean, Carl, shall we just lump these in together? Because this is going to be the two biggest. Yeah. Right. Just pretty much, we've got the same issues, really, don't we? We both hate our owners and almost both want to be our managers. So, um, 
the city didn't do very well on, on Saturday, just in case you didn't know, Simon. Uh, Brighton won <laughs> 3-0, but I've always said this podcast is a Brighton podcast. Um, you can go back and check the history. And Everton were at home to Southampton, and it was 2-1 Southampton. Um, so it was a slightly more positive for you, Carl. Uh, do you want to start with your club, Carl? Because I feel you're probably a lot more passionate than me right now. Go on, then. Go for it. Take it away. Right. Before we before we even start going into the match, um, I don't know if you've heard whatever whatever machinery ringing off talk sport to talk about Everton football club with Bruno, with Bruno Mars, nonetheless laughing oh in the background. <laughs> I mean, was the kid getting a laugh dance or something? <laughs> he is an absolute farce. He is an accountant. How the fuck can we not sign players? He's spunk of money left, right and centre, yet he's put his hand in his pocket. He's came out and said the fans were were the ones who picked our managers. You find me any time I pick Rafa Benitez and I'll call you the fucking liar. Mishiri needs to go. Baxendale needs to go. Inglis needs to go. Kenwright needs to go. Graeme Sharp needs to go, and let's let's move on swiftly to the the actual team. Hold on, hold on, before you carry on, Carl. Go on. Bill Kenry stole part of the Everton setup. Just, just don't, just don't. <laughs> Honest to fucking God. I genuinely did not know that. Um, wow. Okay. Great. Carry on. Sorry. Um, so we get to the game now. The last time we played bottom at Goodison Park, we went one nil up and got beat two one. We go 1-0 up against bottom. What happens? We get B2-1. Now, as much as Lampard is a, a problem, he's nowhere near the, the, the big the, the bigger picture problem. But at the end of the day, like I said to all my, friend, all my mates yesterday, oh, we shouldn't be soccer managers. No, forget it. His time is done. He, he needs to fuck off. Um. I like. I, I, he's a likable fella. Um, he's not. He's not. A, he's not a football manager. Let's face it. How can you? How can you be one nil up against bottom at half time? Inverted commas cruising, and then come out and get beat two one. What the fuck is he saying to them? What the hell is he saying to them? It's. It. I, I made this comment about um, Bournemouth when they were they were going ahead and dropping points and getting beat, the mentality in that club is absolutely pathetic. Absolutely weak, pathetic. They, they all just look at each other to, to bail each other out. If you watch that, the whole the whole setup to, to where War Prowse puts the ball in the net for the for the free kick, it's just a calamity. And this is what we've come to be accustomed to. So Marty Gray loses the ball and decides to sit on the floor because he thinks he's been fouled. It wasn't a foul. Anthony Gordon then gives the most needless free kick away by booting, I think it was Che Adams. Not too sure. And you can, where I sit in the ground, I, I literally could see a face on and I went, this is going in this. Because you could see the wall moving the other side and fair enough, Pickford setting up his wall. But what Pickford does is stands behind his wall and basically goes, go ahead, go ahead, James, put it there. And lo and behold, 
in the bottom corner. And I'm like, you're England's goalkeeper. How the fuck can you not set up a wall and or stand in the middle of the in the middle of the fucking goal? It's just basics. It's just what what the hell did he tell them to do? It's 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 not it's not even it was half funny, and now it's just it just I would not would not flinch if we folded. It it's just rotten from top to bottom. It stinks of Sunderland. It's it it's basically it's the board is that deflecting onto the fans now. So it's the fans versus the board, and there's only one winner there. We, yeah, we need yeah. serious, serious, serious surgery. We are not... There's no hope in hell we're staying in this league. And I genu- genuinely believe that. Pep Guardiola could come into this team and take us down. They're absolutely shite, every single one of them. I could... I, like I said, I wouldn't even flinch if we sold every single one of them players. No one would take them. But if we did... <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be asked. I, Onana was literally the only one yesterday who I can who, who, well, I say hold his head high but sort of go you know what I can give it a go there yeah it's, it's, it's just absolutely pathetic we're second bottom with 15 points with 19 games gone so yeah, not even a point again it's not good how many how many points do we need to stay off realistically at, at minimum 35, let's say. 30, 35 is what I would say. 35, 36. That's seven wins. Are you fucking mental? <laughs> seven wins? We won't get any, we won't get seven more points. It's a good job Derby was that bad that year because we could easily have broke that record. But I've, I've never seen anything like this and I've, I've watched Everton for too long and I've seen Walter Smith days, I've seen Mike Walker days, I've seen Kendall Mark three days. This is worse than all three of them put together. There's just no, there's no fight, there's no goals. We can't defend them, we can't pass. Other than that, we'll be fine. <laughs> right. So, sorry, I mean, Carl said his, right, so obviously, me and you, as an outsider, I'm looking at the starting lineup from yesterday. Um, and obviously the players who are listed on the bench, I don't know who's obviously injury and etc etc as well. But <laughs> you, you knew my thoughts on Gerard when when you saw Gerard. You know both you know my thoughts on Mark Hart as a manager from before before you got. I knew it was a terrible terrible signing. I don't believe this squad is more than good enough to stay up. Yeah, I <laughs> think well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, looking looking at the squad of. I'm paying for that that starting lineup and and the uh, the bench. They I, they shouldn't be where they are. Like no. they they absolutely shouldn't. Um, I mean Lampard. I, I think I've like yourself always been very uh, very critical of of his abilities yeah. as a manager. Should you know he's 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 got absolutely no business managing in the Premier League uh, at all. Um, it's just looking at Everton. I think um, I think like I've said this to you before, Carl. And I think you sort of made the point as well. I look at them and they just they remind me so much of how we were the year we went down under Remy Guards. There's yeah. just you've got you've got an incompetent board. You've got a an underqualified manager who shouldn't be managing in the Premier League. 
and you've got a, a squad of players that, from the outside, just look like they don't give a shit. They and don't. that is and that is exactly what we had when we went down. And I mean, the, the thing is, we, we also did have quite a shit squad of players. Everton, well, you know, they. Not world beaters in there, obviously, but but there's some decent players. Like Calvert Lewin has shown in the past that he's a decent player. Tarkovsky and, and Cody have shown that they've you know solid decent Premier League centre backs. Uh, Garner Gays has, has, has performed well in the past. I mean Coleman is I don't know why why he's still playing playing football. He was he's on <laughs> yeah. the that lads. But. Yeah, Coleman Coleman's probably only playing. Because of the Parsons injury, is that not right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, yeah. What one comment I will make on Coleman, it's not his fault he's getting oh, no, yeah. shoehorned into right back. He told our club month, not months, years ago to replace him. He actively went off and went, right, my legs are going, replace me. Oh, no, no, go ahead, Seamus, you carry on playing. Cause <laughs> you, it looks like you're running in streaker, but it's sound. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just... It's, Oh, it's it's not good. Right, Carl. So, do you see Frank Lampard walking? No. Oh, right. We're all in a I think you agree, Simon. He's not it, the type who's going to walk. No, not at all. Right. So, why? Why would he? Why? Why would he walk? Yeah, I. I mean, I mean, if you had any self-respect, but I mean, hey, like we we all know, hence, like we'll come on to Graham Potter again as well. You, you, you why would you? And 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 in a world of football. Let's be fair. There's no morals in football. No. So, you're going to sack him. I, I think it's his position's going to become untenable, as it were. It's it's just. Can, can, can I just ask um at so at the game and obviously you know uh, at full time you sort of on on the TV in the highlights you know we we all we've all heard the booze and, and you know it's an understandable reaction. What. Is is like the is there like a, a real like sweat of anger negativity directed at Lampard or is it a case of okay he's he's not good enough but he's kind of what more can like do, do you get the point man like at yeah, yeah. this stage where they're like furious at him and you know want calling for his head or is it uh, what you know what what was the situation with that I think I, th- I think a couple of weeks ago when we started this decline. I think it was more aimed at the board, and like you said, it was like oh, Lampard's only got the tools that he's been given. But now, but now I think it's just everyone now. I think it's just everyone needs to fall on the sword. Unfortunately, but fortunately or unfortunately, Lampard's the one who's going to fall on the sword. And <laughs> I don't want to see anyone lose the lose the job. You know what I mean? But I'm not being funny. How can you defend them? I don't see how you can defend them. Now. In, it's not Bill Kenwright and it's not Farad Mashiri, that's not tracking the man. It's not Baxendale who's who's setting up so setting up her wall to the case of one of the best set pieces we've seen in the Premier League. <laughs> it's not them. At at the end of the day it's gonna fall on Lampard. Lampard is the one who's teaching them or training them or manage well man, well, let's say managing inverted commas. <laughs> I'd love to know what the fuck all his coaches do. That Joe Edwards just sits there and just murmurs something to Lampard every five seconds. Ashley Cole is probably scoping out the beds or whatever. <laughs> and Paul Clements has just literally vanished. So, just sack them all, please. 
just put put me out of my misery. Rafa Benitez got handed out the club, and rightly so because he was shit. Lampard is worse, so he there's only one way he can go, and that's out. He didn't keep us up last season. Richarlison, Pickford, and the fans kept us up last season, and this season we haven't got Richarlison. We've got a very, very, very stubborn striker who wants everything on a silver platter. And let's face it, he's not even that good. Sell him. I don't care. There's my rant over. Right, 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 right. Let's let's move off and let's cheer you up. Let's talk about Liverpool. Give you, give you, give you something to smile about. Uh, so Brighton, as we said, won three nil, um, and this was three going on six. Um, we before I even get started on manager and board. Um, our team, like, there's two things. Either our team have stopped playing for the manager, um, because we made Adam Lallana look like the player who we thought we were actually signing back in 2013 for 14 years. <laughs> 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 we we let Adam Lallana go because he couldn't run and he couldn't play football. Um, and it turns out he's far better than John Henderson at this point in his career. Again, I think any three of us could do what Henderson does on the pitch right now. Um, yeah, yeah, done. I, I look through the, if it wasn't for Allison, we we're bottom half of the league. Um, off Darwin Nunes. Without Darwin Nunes and our team, we are fucking mother. Um, because at least he's willing to run. <laughs> I th- I Jordan think, Henderson. Yeah, I, th- I think it's. I think they've. It's come to a point where I mean. I can't. This is how pathetic. This is. I can't even laugh at Liverpool. This is what you've done to me, Evan. Um, <laughs> I think you, a lot of players are seeing a dip, a dip or a massive dip in form all at the same time. Um, you have definitely got the players to get out of it. If it is a crisis, is it even a crisis? I don't even know. But I, I don't know. And but what I will say is. I will 100% put my hand up and say I was massively wrong about Brighton. Very, very good football team. And don't be surprised if they're knocking on the door of Europe slash Champions League in a couple of years. Very, very good team. Very well organised and very well ran, which is an absolute foreign language to me. I will say I was not wrong on Brighton and I have called this for two and a half seasons since we were doing the podcast regular assignment. As you yeah. can attest to. Yeah, well, I think for the last couple of years, really, we, we've all been quite complimentary about Brighton and the way that they, they play football. The, the biggest problem that, you know, that we've always said every week is, uh, is like the, the lack of goals in the team that they just don't finish off the chances. But this season, that hasn't, that's not been the case. Um, I still think, I think that they're still they are a, a proper regular goal scoring striker short of being able to I think sustain a challenge for European spot over, over the course of a season because um, a lot of their goals are coming from midfield and that, yeah. that that's difficult to maintain. It's not I, I, yeah. yeah exactly, but I, I think you know the what what you said there, Carl, about how well run a football club they are. That that is the biggest thing that. It, it, it didn't. It did, literally didn't matter that their manager, who'd done a you know good job over the last few years, left 
at the start of the season because they're just the that the recruitment of not obviously now just managers but players as well. They they bring in these players that no one's ever heard of, you, you know, they, from all all corners of the globe. <laughs> but they just they they all fit in brilliantly, and that to, to to get to that level, to have that sort of level of scouting and recruitment, where virtually every single player that you bring in is instantly able to fit into that system and come off, and then they sell them on for huge huge profit and reinvest it wisely. Um, I remember yeah. those days well. I remember what you said. Yeah. Well, I mean, just, I, I think that they're, they're one of those teams that, unless you're a Crystal Palace fan, because they've got some <laughs> weird rivalry, um, I, I think every, every other, like, sort of neutral fan, I, I don't, I don't think you can, you can help but not like Brighton and not like what they're doing. Like, like you said, they, they play really good football. The club just looks, it looks like everyone is going in, in the same direction as each other, and I, I, I think they're, they're joy to watch. Really, really impressive football club, and you know everything that a few other clubs in the league just aren't at the moment. And, and like you said, the, the victory yesterday, three nil, could have been four, five, six. I, I mean, yeah. I thought, to be fair, I actually thought, like watching the highlights, I thought Liverpool actually started the game reasonably well and, and had a, a few decent chances in that first half, but. Soon as Brighton took the lead, they they just kicked on to a different level. I think the I think the highlights done us just as said about Turkey. So in real time, it didn't it didn't look that. Um, right, let's just let's just move on. We don't need that sort of negativity. Uh, right, I'm going to run through the last three games quickly because I'm guessing we won't spend much time on them. Uh, not in a forest one two 0 at home to Leicester. Tremendous result. Wolves one 0 win at West Ham. Special and Moist and. Brentford 2-0 um, home win against Bournemouth. Nice little run for Brentford. Um, talking points of these three games, lads. Forrest on a decently spell of run. Um, the Wolves manager seems to have got them playing. Moyes under pressure. And again, how is Ivan Tony still playing football with this <laughs> investigation going on um, and scoring goals? Uh, any, any, any talking points to bring up for you boys? Um, well, I think... Go on, go on, sorry. No, no, well, I, I, I was just going to say, I've seen like, we've those sort of fixtures now... Uh, that you just ran through there, so you, you kind of that's all the teams in that sort of bottom seven that you know mm-hmm. all these results now. So I was just interested now. You, you look at look at the table; it's two points separating that bottom seven teams, and I suppose you've got to obviously Chuck Forrest in there as well. I think because I know they've been on the good run, but you know they're, they're still going to be, I think, in and around there. So there's eight teams that you're looking at that are probably going to be. In and around the relegation mix, and just you know, how how do you see it going? For me, with each team, there's there's sort of there's the pros and cons to, to all of their sort of chances. Really, or maybe not so much Bournemouth and Southampton. I think they're definitely going to go. Um, but it's uh, it's, it's interesting. To, it's, it's I think it's a difficult one to look at. Cause even Everton, I mean, they're they're in a really really horrific situation at the moment but like we've said or like you may have said Ali you look at that that team shouldn't be down where they are and the, mm-hmm. the point set is so tight down there that even if they say were to sack Lampard and n- not big Sam but a big Sam just a firefighter to come in and just keep them up 
I mean, I think that's uh, I mean, brilliant for, for a number uh, of clubs down in that league. Yeah. I mean, looking, looking at the Everton team, who, who obviously I was looking at, if Everton sack Lampard tomorrow and bring in La- and Deitch, I guarantee Jake's Dick will finish below 15th in that table with that team that's there. Odin Tarkovsky are made to play under Deitch. Um, there's a rumour he's going to Leeds. Oh. Now, that, now that is just that is a culture shift of Brian's But do you know what? That's exactly what Leeds need. Yeah. They need a defensive foundation first before they can play the type of football that they're trying to play just now. I've, yeah. I've, said, I've said all along, I think West Ham are waiting for us to sack Lampard and I think we're waiting for West Ham to sack Moyes. Because I think we, I think I one hundred percent think we're getting Moyes back. I really do. That is, that is a great deal for Everton. An absolute great deal as well. Uh, What's going on at West Ham? Like what? Who's <laughs> I, well, I, yeah, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I, I can't stand that football club, but I just it, I'm struggling to make sense of it because they they signed a number of players in the summer that on paper. Like I think most people looked at their business in the summer and thought, oh God, they 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 made they made some smart signings here. It's, I find it really really strange what's what's happened there. They've lost twelve games this season. It's, I, I, I mean I, I don't know what you guys. I know I, I agree. I'm looking at I'm looking at their stand eleven. You like? I mean it's not fantastic, but it's not it's not it's not bad, is it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not it's not stand eleven that you look at and think yeah they. They'll only have 15 points at the halfway stage of the season. No, but this is it. And it, it's very similar to our situation. Well, it, it, it's basically our situation. But I think possibly they've got the players to get, it out, get them out of it. I don't think we have. And I'm being yeah. slightly they, 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 Yeah, they should have. Like, this is a team that we're fighting for top four, lasses. And all yeah. bonkers. It's and, and, and they've supposedly improved their squad. Um, I mean, you do wonder if. Your likes are Bowen and Rice not getting moves, maybe playing on mm. Yeah. Fabianski, Cresswell, um, Antonio. Antonio's always been kind of hit and miss. I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but Mark Noble must be a hell of a miss for them. <laughs> wow. Uh, more, wow. More, not, not so much playing style, not so much the player as such. But the presence. Influential figure. That presence, the, the demandingness of your know, standards. Like, Boy, is Declan Rice really a West Ham boy through and through? So does he care enough? Yeah, it's a Chelsea yeah, boy. He's a Chelsea fan, isn't he? Yeah. So he's de- he's like, desperate to go back to that club. Of course he is. Yeah, absolutely. And and but what what really annoys me, and this is not aimed at Rice in particular, but key players who down tools to try and get a move. Like surely, like bigger clubs are looking at like thinking, hold on here. Like yeah. that's not you know that's not what we need. Yeah. I've often thought come, that myself. Yeah. You may come play for us. Surely you want to be putting in, you know, showing that. Oh wait a minute, this is how good I am. Um, and and I feel Rice just hasn't been on it. I, 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 did did Rice play much in the World Cup? Uh, every game, yeah. Every game. Yeah. How was he in it? Um, I, I thought he was just fairly decent. Um, but I I, I don't know. It's, it's just it's like all season at West Ham. Yeah, he's he's not really performed, and none of them have. And well, I, 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 Jared, I remember Jared Bowen was linked with us. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, well, that, that's, it's one of those, the other things, like, what we were saying about Brighton, how it can be, it's difficult to sustain, uh, you know, get midfield and scoring constant goals. I know Bowen's more of a winger, but mm-hmm. I always thought it was, he was going to be a tough ass for him to, to keep, I, I, I think he's a very decent, very good player, but he's not, he's not like a, a sadder type of winger who you know he's going to get goals consistently, you know, season in, season out. I, I never yeah. felt that with Bowen. And I think the one of the things with West Ham, even in the last couple of years when they've been up at the top end of the league, they've never been... They, they, they were never like um, a really high-scoring, free-flowing team. It was always no, no. a good, solid defence and they get one or, the one or two goals and, and that'll be enough for them. And I think that that you know obviously they're, they're missing that at the moment this season because um, you know, I'm sort of looking at like a lot of their games when I've seen them um, like match of the day on TV and a lot of the games that they've lost it's, I don't think they've ever they, they've been like particularly bad or there's a lot of games where they even the game of the weekend they had a lot of chances in that game they're just not sticking the ball away and so that's really obviously causing the problems at the moment. Yeah, um, it's, yeah, that's just a strange one. I, I was always unsure. I feel they were in a false position last year, um, and it, but it was hard to criticise them as such. Uh, every time I did, Dave kind of got me down because, well, they were in top four, they were competing. So, but I just felt they were above. You know, when like a championship club have that one season when when they get promoted yeah. and they have mm. a really good first season. I feel that was West Ham last year, um, but I mean credit to them because. They, they had a strong end to the season before, um, so maybe it was, but I just feel, I don't know, I just feel West Ham. That, West Ham, to me, remind me of like a Fulham, you know, they, they belong <laughs> to the bottom, the bottom six, seven places. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I've got much to add on any of them. Any, anything for you, Carl, on before we move on to Sunday's games? Yeah, just just want to make it aware that West Ham play ever next week, so if you want to fall a kiff, then <laughs> right, there's there's my nap for next weekend. Um, right, let's move on to Sunday, gentlemen. Uh, the opening game was a, a, a highly exciting one 0 win for Chelsea. Um, Ty Havertz for the only goal of the game. Any um, of today's game, so I'm going to leave it down to you two. So, Ky, Ty, let's come to you first. On the one. Um, well, this isn't going to take long because I haven't seen anything from this game. What I did see is um, that's not Kepper and goal for Chelsea. It is. It's, it's no, it's, it, he looks like an half decent keeper. It can't be Kepper. <laughs> I, like, I believe Kepper is much better than people are giving him credit. Nah, he's bollocks. And he's far superior to the keeper they actually signed to replace him. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Can we just ask? Well, I've got what, two things. One, eight-year deal for some kid from Russia. Mental. <laughs> two, <laughs> two. Is Paddy Vieira in trouble? Um, um I, I, nah, not for me. Being in trouble—that's a different story. Any other manager would be in trouble, which I, I think is what you're alluding to, really. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. I think he overperformed last season. Did he? Coming in, 
Yeah, he came in with basically, he had like five players when he signed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like forever ago, that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, he came in, remember, it was all loan signings. And stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, Conor Gallagher was on loan, so he was their, their key player last season. They've lost that, they've not really replaced him. Um, it's looking like he's going back this January on loan till the end of the season. Uh, which for me, yeah, but for me that can never be good. A player should never go back. Um, but there is a team there in Palace that they've got some very exciting players there. It's just finding, I don't know, there must be a missing piece to get them to. I mean, they're never, let's be fair, they're never going to be European contenders. No. Listen, they're, they're sitting, no they're sitting 12th. Like, yeah, Crystal Palace, for me, if Crystal Palace are 12th in the league. I think they should be very happy with how they're doing. Yeah, cause, yeah. Cause pa- Palace are a 9th to 13th team. Is that fair? Is it 9th to 13th? That's about right. I mean, I, I'd have them slightly lower, to be honest. Yeah, that would really? be okay. I, I, I'd, I'd, say, I'd say 12th, 11th is probably the absolute limit of, of, of what agree. they can do. I agree. I, I just, the way I was looking at it, like, the, the three teams above them who really shouldn't be above them are Fulham, well, maybe not Brighton, Fulham and Brentford should not be above Palace. I think Brentford and Palace are sort of very similar. Yeah. Personally. So, um, yeah. Right. But I suppose he, with Brentford, they've um, for, for much longer. They they've they're similar, a bit like Brighton have had like a, a structured set system in place that it, it's not really managed mattered who their manager's been over the last quite a few number of years now. They they've had mm. a very set way of playing with Palace, though. Like, they're under Vieira, they're going in the complete opposite direction of what they have been for quite a while under Hodgson and a number of like people like Pulis before him. And so I, I think they're, they're, they're little behind sort of Brentford from that point of view. But they, they've got, like you said, they've got some, they've got some talented players in there. And I, Do, I think they'll be all right. With, with no, they, they will are. be. I was just, they have, they, they don't seem to be winning a lot of games at the minute. One thing I will say as well, is it time that they wave goodbye to Wilf? If they could get a decent fee for him, I, I, I personally would, yeah. Well, his contract's off in the summer, isn't it? Is it? Yes. It is. I, oh. I personally would sit down with his heart and say, you to commit to us so you're ours till you retire. Mm. Because the problem with Wilf is... If no big team comes in for them, you'll sign a new contract, right? And I, don't, I think that ship sailed, to be honest. So do I, personally, but I, I could see a team like Spurs taking it, still. Do you know what I mean? Or yeah, possibly. Yeah. Chelsea going back, it, I mean, it, it, it's just money, Chelsea will buy them. Yeah, yeah. But if I was uh, Vieira, I would just say, look, do you want to be... I, if I was Zaha, I'd want to be... He's never going to get in a top 14 and play no. regularly. He's just not, no. he's not good. He's not consistent enough. No. He could be a Crystal Palace legend where he could maybe win a League Cup. You know, he could get a decent FA Cup run. And mm. Just stay there for... Because... He'll whine a little shit. Right? Yeah. But he, <laughs> when, when he is on it, he's a very, very good player. No, he is. He is. And... I mean, but you'll you'll not get, look at Grealish at City. Like, yeah, that's probably the closest comparison you get when like if Wolf was to go to a bigger team. Yeah, 
You don't get the luxury of not being on it 24-7 yeah. when you go to a big team. It's what happened when we went to Man U, wasn't it? Correct, yeah. But, I mean, you can put that down to youth as well. But, yeah, 100%. You need, when you go to a big club, you need to perform minimum. Week in, week out. Unless you're Harry Maguire. You need, you need a, especially in an attacking position, where most yeah. teams have two players for every position. No, I agree. I totally agree with that. On, on Either commit permanently or just bid them off and say, right, thanks yeah. Thanks for the memories here, like that. Yeah, 100%. Another, sorry, another point, Sayyid, I'm not even going to attempt to say his name. The fella who went from Hughes to Chelsea. Ah, uh, Right. Go play at him. Yeah. No, I mean, we was, he was always very, very hardy, right? He's at Villa and. No, he's uh, a good player, I like him. Wait to the Ben Clown. Well, I mean. Thank, thanks a lot once again, Stephen Gerrard, for uh, giving him fuck all minutes last season. So he uh, he thought, well, why the hell would I stay here if I'm not getting any game time? Nice one, Stevie. But I mean, we got 20 million for him, I suppose. But no, no, he's he's a good player, and he's kind of he's one of those that I, I really hope get starts getting like consistent run of minutes because it's just, like it'd be such a shame to see that potential talent not not even be given a chance to sort is of he, see where he can go. Is he only getting game time because of the the amount of injuries they're getting because the reason I'm asking is Lampard if you want to do something good get on the blower to your boys at Chelsea yeah I, I think I, I think it's, yeah it's, it's, it's the, the injuries at Chelsea at the moment that are affording him the, the opportunity but he's, he's coming on he's getting games on and he's doing well and yeah no he is no uh, I, I, I like think Potter, Potter you know he's he's what's sort of being reported by for some fans to be believed that they they want to give part of time to sort of you know get younger players in and change you know sort of a bit of a yeah bit of surge at that club then then part of my look at Chuck Make and think okay he's, he's he's performing well in the Premier League so let, let's give him more minutes so yeah it'd be interesting to see see how much game time he gets now between now and the rest of the season. Well, mm. one for me, boys. How how much pressure do you think Potter's under? I've honestly got no idea because we've yet to really see. How, well, I say that this this Chelsea board, I, I don't really know what to make of them. I mean, it depends how mental they are. Like, I mean, because <laughs> they, well, they, they gave Tuchel quarter of a, a billion pounds to spend in the summer, then after seven or eight games went, nah, fuck this, you're off, son. Spent four hundred and sixty-eight <laughs> million in six months in charge. <laughs> Well, yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I, million. I oh. personally, I, I hope he's he's given time um, because it would be nice to see with, with with time and patience just what what he could do. But you, you just Chelsea are their basket case of a club at times, aren't they? So um, I think this if this was Abramovich, I think he'd already been gone. Um, yeah, yeah, hundred percent, yeah. Oh. And I'm surprised the way the season's going this year that he's not gone already because the leagues are an absolute shambles this year. Yeah, it is. Agreed. This reminds me of the year Leicester won the league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone seems to be shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, I'm no accountant, clearly. But how the fuck are they spending that much money and no one's going, oh, you know what? FFP? <laughs> Not got a scooby, mate. I mean, we can't we can't spend sixty pence, and they're spending 
whatever the spend is. But, but well, four hundred and sixty-eight million in six months. Is this before this clown from Russia's coming in or whatever? I, I don't know if that includes that, but that's I got it today. I was having a look because Liverpool spent five hundred million in ten years. <laughs> Chelsea have spent four hundred and sixty-eight. That is um, in six months. That is just bonkers. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of money to spend to uh, to sit ninth or tenth in the league, isn't it? Yeah, tenth, tenth for league. The thing is, <laughs> and, and they're not. What I laugh about these teams spending money is again they're not buying players who actually make them better. They're not. Well, they do make them better. So that's not fair. But they're not buying players in the positions that they should be bloody buying them in. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, my mistake. He's from Ukraine. Sorry, brother. Um, but but yeah, I'm, I'm, he's played 29 times for Shakhtar Donetsk. 29 times. Ser- is that seriously? 29 league games for Shakhtar Donetsk. Wow. <laughs> and how much has he spent on him? 88, 88 million, yeah. 88 million for 29 games in a farmer's league. I mean, come on. Well, that's, that's what you wow. get these days. Uh, well, see, I, maybe this answers the question of uh, of how mental these new owners are. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, I, I was what I said that why Potter made the decision because you can't turn down like a club like Chelsea. But I also said it was the worst movie he possibly could have made, and I, I do feel within think, a month I'm going to be proven right. I think he's just in a lose lose situation personally. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, 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 let's face it, Chelsea are not going to win the league, and for for some strange reason, Chelsea fans actually believe that they should be. I mean, I mean, the Chelsea fans, they're sort of. They, I mean, they, they, they're probably not going to make a top four spot the way the season's going. I mean, that's hilarious <laughs> for me. Yeah. Not like even the top four. It, they might not finish in the European slot. That is highly possible. Oh, gotcha. Well, I mean, I think, Carl, you said this on a number of occasions on this part. The fact that Thiago Silva is still having to play pretty much week in, week out for them. Yeah. I I think he's a fantastic player, but he's, what, 37, 38 now? Yeah. There's there's absolutely no way that he should be still starting for them. And, like... The thing with Chelsea, so one of my best mates at Chelsea fan, like we chat about it all the time. There just seems to be a complete lack of foresight or planning from any director of football or anything over the last couple of years. They've they've sold Tamori and Gaye and they let mm-hmm. Rudiger and Christensen's contracts run down and just haven't fucking replaced any of them. It's, it's really, really strange. Chelsea's most important signing should be a, a, new, a proper director of football. Yeah, somebody yeah. to take charge of transfers because they've they've had it for when, when was Lampard's first year in the Premier League when they signed like Havertz and Werner and uh, uh, ever since two uh, years ago, two or three years ago, two years ago. Ever since then, they, they're buying players on name. They're buying players like a football manager's player. Yeah, they're yeah. Not, there is no strategy behind it, and that, and that is where they're going wrong. Um, it's a bit like. I, I, it's a bit like my United fans complaining about the owners when all they do is spend money. Um, <laughs> just because they spend it wrong, like complain about them spending it wrong. Don't sit and moan about your managers not spending. Money. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, but hey, anyway, right. We'll move on. 
the 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 ghost is not mm. here. Um, Newcastle with another win. Um, Isaac in the 89th minute. It's just scraping, but I'm looking at the stats here, and it looks like Newcastle were fairly dominant. The goal was just um, when it was going to come. So, but they're yeah. third in the league. Yeah, third league. Yeah, I mean, you say, I mean, I, I kind of, I, I say only, I sort of saw, saw bits and pieces of this game, sort of like drifting in and out of it. Fair, they, they were very dominant in terms of possession, but they didn't. I mean, from the bits I saw, they, it's not like they, they created like a shed load of chances. I, I felt that they, it was a bit like their draw against Leeds the other week, where they, it looked mm. like they, they were struggling to break. Break a team down. I think Dave has said this a few, a few times this season that when teams go there and sort of like sit back and sit deep, they 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 do struggle to break them down. They they much they they're much better when when teams go and have a go at them and, and give them some space. Um, but fair play for them for, for sort of you know, just just persisting at it. And as they say you know sign of a good team. You keep going to the end. And Isaac, I think, is his first game for them since September since he got injured um, so yeah they'll, they'll be happy but obviously the Dimitrovic penalty thing you know if he, yeah. if he catches that right and that goes in I, I I think Fulham may well have held on for a win there because they they, they defended I thought pretty decently throughout the game yeah, yeah. small margins in the game though wasn't it that's the mm. what you got on a... go on I'm just saying Newcastle have got that it's like almost a horse just now you know everything's kind yeah. of what do we make what do we make of the pen do you, think it was? do you think it was oh I've not seen it I've only seen the actual penalty oh uh, yes it. same yeah, I, I only saw the penalty sorry <laughs> alright what's what, it back it what's it back it's not a pen really 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 I don't think it's a pen he basically it's, it's weird he he sort of kicks Trippier and then sort of falls on the floor. It's it, it was very harsh in my eyes, to be honest. And I don't like saying that because you know my feelings on Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> but no, fair play to Newcastle. Again, they, they've got a bit of resilience about them. Um, they're, they're 100% finishing top four, by the way. 100%. Um, was it, no, that's not. Is that a Trippier captain? Trippier. Yeah. If that's the, if it's the, the I'm watching a video just now. Ah, that's it. Ah, I'd say that's a penalty call. I think it's soft. Yeah, I think he's made the most of it, but I think it's just. I've just watched it now. I that, that, that's a penalty. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Sorry, Dave. I did try. I, I see what you mean. It's, I, I it's soft. You mean but he's caught him. On, yeah, he's he stood on. First, I see what you mean, but that left foot just came in and yeah, yeah. But I think yeah. it's the initial, the initial bit. I think that swayed me. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being nice in my old age. <laughs> uh, do you know what? Fair play. What I wouldn't want to say, I'll say. Fair play to the referee for spotting the, the the penalty. Yeah, yeah. Because it took me a while to see it, even watching the replay. To wonder what they were talking about. <laughs> Um, but yeah, just when it's your day, it's your day, you know. When you're, when you're yeah, of course, goal. yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think you know what, 
yes, Newcastle spent Newcastle spent a lot of money, um, and not as much as probably we would have expected. But they've bought very well. They've bought the sensibly. Elf. Yeah, the elf. Um, they might have overpaid, which, but unfortunately, they're always not. Or fortunately, whatever way you look at it, they're always going to have to overpay because everyone knows they have money. Yeah. But they've bought the right again. The opposite to what we've just said about Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. Right? They've done you the know, opposite. They're buying players like Chris Wood for what he, they needed at the time was perfect. Um, yeah. Bruno, Bruno's maybe best of field in the league um, right now. Almiron's come on to something ridiculous. Joe Linton, uh, Willick coming in was brilliant. Back, three of the back four are all new. The goalkeepers knew. I mean, we all know Nick Pope was going to be good anyway. Trippy's been probably in the form of his life. Um, He's been there Dan best Burns, man, Yeah, that's great signing. Dan, Dan Burns has been phenomenal. Yeah, he has. Um, we all know Shars, you know, a good footballer. Callum Wilson's when he's been playing, when he's been fit, it's been phenomenal. I mean, the fact that St. Maximum doesn't even play anymore. Still selling. Um, oh, I yeah. I think so, yeah. Um, well, I've, I've always thought he's he's just got a real touch of the Adama Troy or is about oh, him anyway. I, I totally he, agree with that. He's a, he's a match of the day player. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I, I think he's a wee bit better than Triori. He's, he's a poor Jack Grealish. Hmm. <laughs> I, feel he's more, I, feel, I, I feel he's a bit more consistent than us. Yeah, yeah, he's he's got better output than Traore. Yeah. I mean, I I reckon if I played thirty eight games a season, I'd have a better output of assisted goals than Traore. <laughs> I, I I still think another quality midfielder. I think if they want to continue in the vein of form they're in and to stay. Top three pushing top two. I, I mean, I, I struggle to see them top two, but you know what I mean. Yeah, they stay right up there. I mean, they still doubt still stay in the top four. Do you know what I mean? But I think if they can get a really good centre midfielder in there in January, um, I think they could be, you know, they could be right up there this season. I I I think that I I personally they they do need to still uh, bring in a couple of. Uh, really good players to cement their place in the top four because as well as they're playing at the moment they are playing well and I, I, I said this to Dave last week I think or a couple of weeks ago I still think they're they're playing better than the uh, the ability of some of the players I, I think they're playing above themselves at the moment they've got some very good players in there but people like Longstaff uh, and Willer well, yeah, the, they're not top four players but um, yeah, that's so I the think, players I'm looking at replacing yeah. Yeah, and then becoming squad players exactly yeah, yeah. But, uh, uh, no, the fair, fair play one defeat all season at the halfway stage that's yeah. I mean that's that is incredible for, for Newcastle and, for and where and they and were and this and time last year and if you ask Dave they shouldn't have even lost that game they were cheated oh yeah because <laughs> yeah. that was against us wasn't it, it uh, yeah you played for 100 yeah. minutes or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I can't even remember what happened. I just remember Dave wasn't happy about it. Nah. Um, but anyway, uh, fair play to Fulham as well. Fulham are on a decent bit of form. So, yeah, uh, six, six in the league. Yeah. Carl, anything you had on this game? Um, <laughs> Everton Ever fans want Marco, Sil- Marco Silva back. So Everton was quite amusing. But there you go. I don't think he's going to leave Fulham to go to Everton. Call, call me crazy, but I can't see that happening. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was basically what I said, what, what I've said about it is, yeah, he's doing well at Fulham, 
he was at the wrong place at the wrong time with us. Yeah, just, yeah. It's just, let's move on and close that case. Simple <laughs> as that, really. Right, speaking of moving on and getting this closed, because this is the game I wanted to talk about the least. Bear in mind, we lost 3-0 in this podcast. <laughs> um, but this is the team I do not want to talk about, and this is the game and the situation that I really didn't want to talk about. But Arsenal might actually win the league this year. Um, and it is Spurs nil. Um, top of the league. Or top of the league. How is Hugo Lloris still a top level oh, goalkeeper? Just, just um, what question can you answer first for me? Carl, I'll come to you first. How is Hugo Lloris still playing in the top league in the world? How did he get to retire on his own accord from France? In the World Cup final, how is this physically possible? I don't, I don't know. I mean, what 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 do you do? <laughs> I mean, it, it's not even it's 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 actually becoming like a Ben Eel show in it for us. <laughs> um, it's I mean, it was outrageous, it's, wasn't it? It was like he saw David De Gea against you in the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold my beer, lads. <laughs> but it's just like it's it's not even it's not even it's not even going anywhere. It's losing straight out. I do not. I, I I can't work out how how that happens. I, I, it, I, I, it seems impossible that a goalkeeper could do that. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, fair play to the lad. Fair play, he's <laughs> he's mind blown me. But what the <laughs> fuck is he doing? It's just. But you know what? Even you know what was even funnier? The way Sacher and Odegaard on the basketball celebration. <laughs> as if to say, I've just scored a great goal there, lads. Fucking hell! You just passed it to Hugo Lloris. He just threw it in. Oh, it's maybe, maybe though that. They were just celebrating because the tactic before the, the, t- the before the game was, lads, just pass it to the race and he'll do the rest. <laughs> and he'll do the rest, yeah. I mean, wow. I mean, me and Ali have made no secret of our disdain for that goalkeeper. I mean, he is shit, isn't he? I yeah. think I might rate him less than I rate Pickford. I'm not I'm, even joking. I think Jordan, Pickford Jordan Pickford makes him... Jordan Pickford is... Fucking so like Dino's off compared to Lawrence. Yeah, he's Gordon <laughs> Banks compared to that. You're messing me, Shaq. Oh, he's so bad. If anyone from the Spurs board is listening, I argue our Liverpool backup keeper wants out. He wants first team football. Go get him cheap and make him your number one. I think they'll go for Pickford. I really do. Well, I really, that's really honestly, do. I, I feel like, like I agree. He's maybe an improvement, but like. <laughs> I'm not sure that's exactly what you mean, you should be needing <laughs> to be looking for. No. Like you, you can't go from like calamitous goalkeeper I've ever seen to the second most calamitous goalkeeper I've ever seen. I'm not. I, every time I've seen Melia, he's been all right. Oh, be uh, no, Melia's awful. Thanks, I've, I've witnessed Simon Mignolet and Adrian in the last like seven years or whatever. It is. Like, <laughs> And the entire both watch Robin Olsen. Beat that. <laughs> yeah. Olsen might be an improvement on the intelligence. Um, right <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, that's a, that's a bullshit. Let's, let's, let's stop bullying Hugo Lloris. I mean, he is a World Cup winner. Um, <laughs> makes no sense. I mean, Arsenal are going to the league, lads. 
this is the first time, uh, this is the first point of the season where I'm now thinking, do you know what, I think they, there's a real chance that they're going to do it. Just just because we've all, like, for us, you know, the whole season, we've always kind of said, oh, I just can't see how City won't win it. But, like, I, I, I do know, like, City have, they've just thrown in too many of these types of performances they've, they've put in this season. They had so many bad results with Arsenal. They just, that first half today, I, I thought they were, they're outstanding. Like, battered them, didn't they? Yeah, absolutely brilliant. And they've just, the, the only thing that I think will stop them now is an injury to one or two key players. Like, I, I know you, I know you can make the point, though, all teams need a bit of luck with injuries, but say, if Partey got a long term, always out for like six, even just six or seven games, or if Odegaard was missing for like a few games, I th- I think that's the only thing that could derail them because they just don't have. I don't think they've got the quality in the squads to replace those players. Where City can cope with an injury or two, but but other than that, if you know if Arsenal can bring in a you know one or two decent players this window just to strengthen that squad out. You can't look and you think, I, I just, it's their time, for me now, it's their title to throw away. Yeah, it's Leicester all over again. I'm, I'm, I'm getting PTSD. <laughs> I mean, you've got to say, fair play, fair play to nope. uh, the job Arteta's nope. done. Nope. And like, and fair play, <laughs> Arsenal could have, nope. you could have easily sat to him at any stage, you know, last, last season. He stood up and he still should. But uh, uh, Arsenal, you've got to give credit where it's true, man. He's, nope. he's, 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 nope. he's done a really, really good job there. He's not. Everybody else is just crap. <laughs> I, I see what you're saying there, Ali. I really, and I really do, because I hate Arteta for obvious reasons. But I think they are good. They're not, they're okay. not, not good. OK, but I'm not asking you, Carl, because I think you would take Musty as your manager right now. W- would you trade Emery for Arteta, Simon? No. Would City trade, trade Guardiola? No. No. Would Newcastle trade? Um, possibly. Possibly, yeah. Behave yourself. Would I, I, I think you might. No. no but, 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 but just because those clubs wouldn't trade their managers, that, that doesn't mean that Arteta isn't doing a good job, though, and that he's not, you know, decent. He's not. Everybody else is just crap. <laughs> I'm not uh, I, I, I don't know. Like, like Carl, I... I, I I get the point you're making to an extent, but you can't. I I, I don't think you, you can so easily dismiss the job he's done. Like Carl said, there they're they're, play, they're, they're <laughs> they they played some really good football this season. I, I love that Odegaard. Odegaard is such a good player. I, I was skeptical of him because when they got him on loan that first six months initially, he loan, wasn't great, was he? He wasn't. Yeah, I was. I, I thought God. He, it's bang average here, and then they spent what was it like thirty forty million on him, and I thought I wasn't sure about it, but no, nah, he's this season especially he's he'd been brilliant. Yes, yes. Um, can we talk about the fang booting Ramsdale? That was hilarious, by the way. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but but what what a fucking knob. Yeah, what a I knob. mean, it, he literally yeah. just stands on the boards and just clips him. He, he'll never set foot in a game now. Well done. Yeah, <laughs> but, I, what. Uh, I, I can't. You know what? Can I get my head around like, stuff like that? I like Ramsdale. Oh, behave. I, 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 I don't like him as a keeper. I, yeah, I no, think no, I know what you're going like, to say. Yeah. I like the person, Ramsdale. I like his oh, attitude. I like yeah. the wee bit of arrogance he's got. 
he comes across great in any interview and podcast to hear him on. I uh, yeah, like a good lad. Well, I've 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 always like been of the opinion that if if fans are going to dish out dogs abuse to players and they've got like a, a bit of personality about them and give it back. You just gotta yeah. take it. You just gotta get on with it. Like I've, 100%. you know, I, I, um, uh, a few times when Troy Deeney uh, was, was playing for Watford, he's obviously a big Birmingham City fan, and he always used to fucking score against us. But, obviously. but he, uh, yeah. But like we would, you know, when Watford played us, dude, the whole end would absolutely slate him. He'd always score, and he'd always then like give a little bit back. And some yeah. fans would go meant to go, oh, he could have started to riot. The only oh, way he starts to riot is if you behave like a twat. Yeah. I, 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 I love the back and forth in the bands like that. The, yeah. I, I, fans who, who act like that, like that, that Tottenham fan, what a fucking knob. It's, it's, he needs a slap across the face and never be allowed back in that football grounds. What's Brazil doing as well? Uh, well that's what I was just waiting to bring that up, yeah. And again, fair play to uh, Ramsdale on this, because he just... He's kept this cool. Like, yeah. yeah. He's just, he's like, oh, do you know what? I'm, I'm one. I don't care. I mean, we, we, all, we all know Rich Allison's a child. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I mean, I'm missing to high heaven, but he's a child. Um, I'd, I, I'm half I'm half made up. It hasn't worked out. Well, yet. It hasn't worked out for him at Spurs. And to be honest, I don't think it will now. I think no, it's I sort of... I mean, if he, if he wants to come back on loan, that'd be great. <laughs> it all depends on. I think Conte's on the way out. I think oh, he goes he's, he's just played. My mate summed it up. I said Conte just doesn't look bothered. He went, he's playing silly buggers, isn't he? Yeah, it's <laughs> the best way that. I could sum it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he wants that. He knows he can't do nothing now. I mean, he's he's, he's literally slated the players in like two of his last four. And the board. <laughs> yeah, that's um, why. That's I really hope he stays because he's just so much fun. Oh, that's so much fun when he goes I, I've, I've got a lot of respect for Conte. I really like him, mate. Uh, yeah, so do I, as long as he doesn't come near my club. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Speak for yourself. Like, it's, it's, it's a bit like, unfortunately, it then came to bite me in the arse, but it's a bit like the Balotelli effect. I love yes. Balotelli. I just never wanted him to be like <laughs> Yeah. You like watching him like set someone else's house on fire. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Well, it, was, it was always his own house. He set fire. <laughs> Um, but, I miss yeah. Mario Balotelli. <laughs> <laughs> Bring Mario back. Someone who's who's the most mental club that could try and sign him in the league? Chelsea. Yeah, <laughs> they need to centre forward. <laughs> Fuck it, get him at the Blues. I love him. You would definitely take him. Yeah, without a shadow of doubt. He was shite for us anyway. You just won't even remember he played for us. <laughs> I know. I, I, it was like blinking, you miss him, wasn't it? So bad, such a it was, it was like the Roy Hodgson times all over again. Right, boys, that brings us to the end of the the weekend. Um, we got a good, we got nearly an hour and a half out of this. Carol, remind everybody where they can find you and where you're up to on the A to Z. Yeah, nice one, Ali. Yeah, I'm on Dictionary Dean at, on Twitter. We're up to the letter Q. <sighs> Stick around; it's going to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Simon, for yourself. Uh, yes, yeah, so on Twitter it's at Sio Regan, and for Villa fans, the Holtcast podcast and the website seventy five hundred to holes dot com. Yeah, and get over to CM nine seven nine eight and wish Dave and his family a congratulations for the for the new baby, um, and you'll expect to see him back soon. 
You can find us at Man in the Post on all your social media platforms. Wherever you get your podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, whatever the platform allows you to do. Um, get us known, get us out there to the world. Um, again, be sure to comment anything you want to hear. Next week, we're going to have a quiz for Carl and Simon. Um, not just football related, so let's make this interesting. And you will physically hear the sweat dripping from Simon <laughs> to the nail um, as these questions My debut. Uh, yeah, but you'll find it easy after that. All you have to do is listen to Carol, like, uh, side chatter as he's thinking about the answer. Uh, honestly, the, the way I panic, Carl, is, is outrageous. This should be fun. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but anyway, gentlemen, thank you as always for joining me back. Thank, thank you. Thank you at home for listening, and I promise you we will be back next week. Um, and until then, always remember... I'm going